You're listening to Wild on the Wing with Wilderson Worm. Make sure you listen, like, and subscribe on your podcast channel. Let's rip. We're on the mark. Oh, we're back for another That's week, it. and it's not a fortnightly podcast. We're now a weekly podcast, were well, we? sort of 10 days, but it's a big one this week, Will. We are all about... Name dropping. Uh, uh, we're on the march. We're on the march. We got our tickets. I hope you did too, the Jackies. But it's a footy podcast, Will. What have we chatted about Derek's this week? Derek's deep dive is big this week. We said last week's was a deep, well, deep dive. Bigger this, this week, week. Bigger and We're going to dive into a bit of results-driven football. Oh, we uh, we talked to a... No, we don't. We don't have another gift. Let's no, go. Oh, and yes. happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I love you. Yeah. Oh, we're back for another week, were we? Massive, massive week in welcome, Tasmanian sport. Welcome to the Jack Jumpers Podcast. The Jackies are on the march. Shouldn't sing. How good. Now, full disclosure, we did mention at the end of last year that we should do a basketball podcast. <laughs> I think that was just... I don't think we put that on air. I no, think it was just you and on air. Was it? Yeah. Well, we missed our boat there. Uh, anyway. We would have had some good content now. Absolutely. How good. Tube started a Basketball podcast, didn't he? I think so. No, cricket. No, basketball. Or both. Cricket. Anyway, (laughs) uh, how good? Uh, How good were the Jack Jumpers? I know we don't want to bang on about the. Well, grand final. That's the equivalent of Gold Coast Suns in their first season making the grand final after beating the reigning Premier. Yeah, well, spot on. Absolutely. It's uh, massive, massive news for Tassie, for. Local sport, I think we're going to get a bit more of a Derek deep dive into that oh, later on. He's that's got a, a, that's this a week. massive one, but <laughs> no, they were they were great. I was very very thought fortunate. I got high and mighty on Derek's deep dive last week. <laughs> yeah, well, here we come. No, it was a fantastic result, and I couldn't get down to the game on Saturday because I was in Melbourne. You were on a on a sojourn over there yeah. under wing pretenses. I was, and um, you know what, what a result. Mm. How long are we going to talk about it? I suppose we're diving into it, so uh, let's move on. Well, I let's think we need, we need to cover it. Like it's a it it is a sporting before even Foxtel last night um, AFL three sixty. Jared uh, Waitley, everyone's caught up in the Jack Jumpers march. I like, it's hard not to escape from it. Absolutely. Regardless of, like, I think as as, fo- as big a football fans as what we are and what our listeners are, we have to appreciate, we love an underdog. Absolutely. And the cobbled together team that we've put together and stuff, uh, it's just a, it's just good news. Especially when it's your own state and yep. we've been crying out for something to grab onto. I had a chat with one of the teachers at school uh, yesterday morning and is this a name drop no 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 oh. no no name drop oh well, there's plenty of name <laughs> drops to happen though from my weekend away but she said you know we, it's the first time we've really gravitated towards a state thing and i think i think the difference is it's a club it's well, not a it's not a you don't see people 
cheering for their state. Yet we're lucky we've had cricket in the national competition, but you don't see people cheering for your state. You cheer for your club, the passions with a club. And we don't have a A-League. We don't have an AFL team. We, we have, I suppose, we've got the big bash and, you know, the, the, that was well supported. But this team in a national competition has become huge and the entire state has galvanised I read a around. piece about, um, it was it questioned how the Jack Jumpers had broken down the north-south divide. And the northwest, like... Well, Northwest is massive. Yeah, as well. roping that in. Obviously, Northwest always had a very, very strong basketball uh, culture up there, but it was basically saying that they they simply embraced the concept that they are a statewide side, not a Hobart centric or a Southern centric. And so, subsequently, they got out and about, and they didn't save the good players for doing community stuff in Hobart, and you, they, everyone was always ex- uh, accessible uh, and things. And I tell you what, is it the is it the seed for the future for this state? Well, I saw uh, Larry Kesselman come out. Oh, and ding, ding, ding. <laughs> a little name job. Uh, um, commented that maybe the AFL should come talk and look at the Jack Jumpers for the all year round. Should that be the name of the Tassie AFL team if we get one? Anyways, we are way out on the wing. Who knows? We are local footy. How was your weekend, Wilders? My weekend was good. Can I, just before we go any further, I've got a full and frank admission. Yep. Uh, I have been browsing tractor websites right. this week as I have been seeking a pair of exotic solenoids for the air cleaning system on the John Deere 6210. Right. Are you looking for a plug? No. Are you looking for some free... You haven't seen old mate in the UK, the parliamentarian that had to resign after looking at, inverted commas, tractor websites. Have you? <laughs> no, no. I so I'd just like to put it out there on the record that, yes, I have been looking at tractor <laughs> websites this week. <laughs> Excellent. I'll Google search that when I get home. <laughs> That's good. Did you have a good weekend? We- I did. Yeah. So uh, Saturday I was not basketball. I was not football, but I was soccer. Right. But no, then I went along to uh, York Park and saw the North versus North uh, battle. Mm-hmm. Very close contest. Yeah. wasn't the most visually spectacular game except for the second quarter for North Launceston. Uh and then Sunday rolled into a very very tough game of uh, junior football I ended up saying early start uh, it wasn't too early wasn't yeah it wasn't too early I saw seven games of junior football on Sunday oh well, you've done well you've carried the can this so week. yes it was um, good other yourself well you used the passport for the first time in yeah, a while yeah I had a jaunt Little boys weekend away. So I'd originally, about two months ago, mate said, boys, I want to shout you all a ticket to the footy. We're gonna, I've got a box. We're going to go watch the Dees and Hawthorne. Him and his uh, an, another mate who works for him, D supporter, Hawk supporter, said we're going to go to the footy. So I bought the box, get your tickets over, get done. So I was looking forward to just the footy alone. And then the Jackies got in the finals. So I brought the flights forward a couple of days, flew over Thursday, went to John Keane Arena and watched the Jack Jumpers. Unfortunately, they lost that game. Sitting behind um, Tones and I. Have you heard of her music? Ding, 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 yeah, ding. Tones yeah. and I. Yeah, we had a good chat. She's lovely. Lovely person. She's their number one ticket holder. So uh, that, was, that was great. I was there. Simon Brookhouse caught up with ding, in the ding, 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 in ding. the chairman's lounge, and he was he's a lovely fella. Anyway, um, had that Friday a bit of work. Saturday footy 
how convenient Jackson Callow's Member of the debut. Wing family. So I would have, we, you know, I mean, one of us would have flown over anyway for it. Well, if one yes. of the family make their own, double whatever. up. So, so went up to uh, went went out to the game and and yeah, watched him. It was fantastic. Uh, gave Big Scotty a buzz, and quite interestingly, I I saw Jackson warming up in front of us. I thought, oh, I'll give Scotty a call, make sure he's flown over. Give him a call, Scotty. G'day, mates. Worm. Oh, Worm. How are you, mate? I said, yeah, you at the footy. He goes, yeah, of course I'm at the footy. I said, whereabouts, eh? Where, where do you think he was? Right in front of you. No. In the lineup. At the pub. To at get the, a beer. Uh, get a beer. <laughs> so, of course you are. Anyway, he said, whereabouts, eh? So, I directed to where I was. He stood out the other end. I'm stood out. Yeah. We're at the MCG waving to each other. So that, opposite yeah, ends. Yeah, the opposite ends of the... He would have been far... Oh, actually, he would have been easier to spot at the other end. Than me. Did he get you to turn side on so he could <laughs> tell that it was you? Careful. careful. Uh, he, but no, so he was good. Jackson's debut, yeah, beautiful clunk oh, early on, f- extended arms and f- stuff. A few of them. I wish he had have gone. Un- I mean, he did the unselfish thing. I wish he had have gone back and actually had a few more kicks than handball handballs. But how's the little shimmy in the third quarter? Yes. Just and danced around. And- for uh, I didn't know him. Uh, I didn't know it. he had it in his game as a ruckman. I wouldn't have picked Jackson as a ruckman at AFL level. Coming into it for his first game. Well, didn't uh, do didn't do much at North Launceston. Yeah, uh, but apparently st- been doing a fair bit at Box Hill. Well, I saw on the stats he had a couple of hitouts. Not not the easiest of assignments to come <laughs> into uh, rucking against Hootie's, Max Gorn. Or but who did he start I, up against? I, I sent you that photo. I saw him walk down, and he's one on one with Stephen, Stephen May. May. And the first um, uh, uh, all Australian fullback from yeah, last year. Yeah, first first <laughs> contest, little shove by Maisie, bang, clunks it. It's uh, yeah, a bit different from Glenelg and North Lonnie. But he did well. He, he stood up. Uh, hopefully, they keep on giving him a go, which I'm sure they will. So, yeah. No, it was well, depends good. what comes back into that. They've got a couple of ruckmen to come back into that side. So, I well, hope he can hold his own. You'd hope that they give him you'd a think, second and potentially a third game yeah, to stake his claim. But. You'd think so. Scotty said he was a bit nervous before the game. But they have this really good mentor program. So, he was able to get on the phone. Jackson was. Give his mentor a buzz. I uh, had a chat with him, calmed his nerves, and yeah, he was right to go. So um, it was pretty good. Well done to, yeah, Jackson Kelly. Yeah. Is he the first ever wing all-star to go play on and play it. AFL? Who who hadn't played AFL previously? Oh, uh, yes. But yes, more than likely. <laughs> Definitely was. Not unless we had someone sneak in last year that no. we didn't know of. No. So no. anyway, my, my Saturday... Kept... Emma Humphreys? No. No, not yet. Uh, Ella? She hasn't played an AFL no, game. No, she hasn't yet. No. Did you see, just sticking with AFL briefly, but it has a local football connotation, Yep. the carry-on with Jack um, Ginevan? Yeah. About going out, winning the Anzac Day medal and then going out and having a few beers. Well, and, I- then it, and then the leadership group pulling him up on it. Now, I reckon the leadership group's fine pulling him up on it. But it doesn't need to be newsworthy. No, it's ridiculous. Is it because it's? Is it because it was a six-day break? Because I no, I, I actually think it because it was Jack Inovan. probably because be- he's a brash, outlandish. Do you well, know? Well, I can, seven days ago, yeah, I hated him. Yeah, love him. Now, now I've got a bit more respect, and we need characters like a- that in the game. Absolutely. I uh, on Friday actually, while I was was in Melbourne, went for a little trundle. And, Who'd you see? Uh, no, I saw Collingwood train. Oh. So they were ding, all training. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Um, but 
I just I've got to check here when he's this playing. This is great for podcasts. No, no, no. I'm just on my app checking. So he's playing on Saturday. And when did I go Saturday? So it was a seven day break. So talking about, you know, he got in strife because it was him, Jack Ginnivan. I may have seen a couple of a certain club out on Saturday night. Before a no, game? No, no, no. This is after the game. Out having a Oh, so the double standards. Well, that's that's my question. Is it... What was the name of the venue? <laughs> I actually can't remember. I just got dragged all over the place. Can't remember the name of the venue, but um, yeah, it was a big night. Doof Club or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, that was on the way home. <laughs> I forgot I sent that to you guys until the next morning. It was about 1.30. 12.54. Yeah. yeah, was it? Yeah. yeah. That was quite funny. Uh, Saturday morning, though, I, I went out for a coffee with, with my mate. And had a good chat. He he swung swung by his little coffee joint, ran into a couple of friends of his. Uh, one Luke Ball, ding 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 ding, absolute ripper of a bloke. Who did Luke Ball play for? As in AFL, yeah, Collingwood, St Kilda. Oh, well done. Yeah. Just testing. Um, but uh, Ballie's a good. Oh, sorry, Ballie. We're uh, good for nickname ding, basis ding, ding, now. Of course we were. Um. One of our mates spent a bit of time in Victoria, talks talks about uh, Luke a fair bit. Great story about one of his nicknames. We'll, we'll bring that off here. But also the other guy I met was uh, Nick Hewlett. And now Nick's the AFL National Media Manager for Community Football. Now you had a business meeting with him. Uh, let's, about... let's call it a business meeting. <laughs> he's a he's an absolute ripping bloke. We spoke a lot about the Tassie bid, uh, what his thoughts were. Um, Did state... he get a word in? Yeah, absolutely. What the stadium was like. Um, but he's a great avenue for us to potentially get some interviews with the Tassie football boys. He said... Why do we need the extracurricular people? Why not? We're it. We can... Yeah, no. We've got, get him on, we got Gilly. We're getting him on the show. He's good mates with Gilly. <laughs> sent, sent, sent Gilly a text message. I'm here with Worm. So that was quite fun. I don't know if Gilly, if he got back to you or not, or if you got back to him, or you thought it was Worm. But anyway... Um, yeah, so no, nice, nice fella. If we need to have a chat to some Tassie AFL boys, he might be able to hook us up. So, yeah, that was good. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wilderson Worm. Make sure you listen, like, and subscribe on your podcast channel. Let's rip. Uh, did you see, just moving into a bit of football news, uh, Brooke Barwick? Uh, wrote a name for AFLW recruiters uh, as the Tassie midfielder named in the 2022 NAB AFLW National Championships Under-18 Girls All-Australian Team. Oh, well done. I probably could have just said she was named as All-Australian Under-18, couldn't I? Yep. Uh, Her selection comes after three other Tasmanians were named to play in Sunday's NAB AFLW Academy versus the Under-23 uh, All-Stars game in Melbourne. Name them. Uh, so, Barrick and Claire Ransom from North Hobart. Yep. Uh, they'll both line up for the academy side uh, and they'll face off against her Tasmanian Devils teammates, Candice Belbin and Megan Gaffney, from both from Olveston, who yep. earned selection in the under-23 All-Star there we go. Uh, side, which is good. That's a, that's a good little um, feather in the cap for uh, female football in the state. Absolutely, they're doing all right things. So that's well done, Brooke Barwick. Keep yep. the name. Keep. Do we, do we need her? Do we need her on a halfback flank or something? Maybe, maybe we could get her on. Get her on. Get her on. Hey, um, 
7th of May, this this is this, this weekend. Yep. East Coast Swannies playing their annual match mm. at Pine Garner. Any stories about Pine Garner you'd like to share? Uh, there's a good pig up there. There is. Is it still alive? Oh, I think they go through iterations of it. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to drink it, uh, drink it beer, feed it beer anymore, <laughs> but I think a fair bit occurs. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, a princess that gosh. lives in the hills. <laughs> I've, I've heard. <laughs> oh, gosh. The stories from Paul Blonde Garner. hair, big nose. Uh, we might unrelated have, to you. Un, very much unrelated to me. Maybe related somewhere along the line to someone we know up there. <laughs> Yeah, we've got some good footy trip stories and, of uh, that, but we won't go there. They're playing in the yes. St. Mary's Tigers top. Yep, that's awesome. There's, a, there's um, I know a few boys from uh, Luke Faulkner, LRF Sport. Yep. Uh, he, he designed the Guernseys? No. Well, oh. actually, I don't know. But he grew. he's a good St. Mary's boy, grew up there playing. His old man played with the club, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, Matty Viney and uh, Aaron Viney yep. from South. Uh, well, that's your neck of the woods, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, my neck yeah. of the woods. Fingal? Yeah, Avoca. Why didn't you ever play for Because uh, Fingal instead? That would have been I fun. played my first game of football was for Fingal Primary School. Ah, uh, the primary school, not the club. Dominated. Yeah. I've very, very been. small ground at Fingal. Kick five from centre half back. Nice. Yeah, they've taken on Meander Valley. Played with one of our, content- our uh, former opponents, Timmy Hall. Oh, did Fingal. You? Yeah. There you go. Played many a game against mm. uh, now playing Hall, for the Hall brother Campbelltown. Yeah, with mm. his brother mm. Jace. He'd be running around. It'd be forty what? Late Tim or Jason? Jason. Oh, he'd be late forties. Yes, good on him. That's mm. awesome. Uh, so they're taking on Meander Valley. Uh, it will be an absolute bloodbath. They'll destroy Meander on the day. They're struggling a little bit, but um, it's a great. Great initiative they did. Started a few years back and, uh, yeah, hopefully they get a good crowd there. So, well done to the East Coast Swannies and getting around, uh, yeah, St. Mary's Footy Club to honour their past history and contribution. I like those games. I like – I wish – with the – do we call it a restructure of teams around the state and things? And I'd I'd like to see more – Club jerseys resurrected. We asked this question last year about what's the best, what's the best looking ex uh, footy jersey in the state. Did we? Yeah, and we came up. There was one from the west coast, or was it best name? No, of I think, club. I think that was names. What was the one on the west coast? The <laughs> this wasn't last week. No, this was long time. Don't ago. you have way out in the wing on repeat to listen to? Yeah, but it wasn't last week. It was something like the 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 railway and. Wasn't it a name? No. Uh, the it's out of the miners and... I reckon the best goons. Shovelers or something. I, I don't know if you can go past the uh, South Sandy Bay. The North Melbourne? Yeah. Just with the seagull, the seagulls on the front. pretty quickly. <laughs> Driving quick. Southern Cats? I mean, that's no, just the it's cats. Just the cats. Boring, <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, original. how many how many names are there that... Yeah. I reckon we, we could do a heritage round. Why not? Heritage to another club that's... Now Not yours. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I won't go there. Um, now, a little bit of sad news in local Tassie footy circles. Garth Smith passed away last week. He was a Tasmanian Hall of Fame inductee, inductee number 148, a member of the famous Tassie team that defeated Victoria in 1960. So he won league and state flags with Olvey, uh, Bernie, New Norfolk, 
and then had heaps of other accolades in an illustrious career, included 16 games for Tassie between 1960 and 68. So our condolences to his family. Uh, never nice to see one of the Hall of Fame inductees pass away. So, yeah, bit of sad news there. Um, did you see Peter Hudson? We were talking about him last that. week. His yeah. book, the book release. I did see that. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't ask us to MC the event. <laughs> But anyway, he's surprised. <laughs> uh, what else you got, mate? Uh, that's all I've got in news. I've got a little bit more. Yes, um, I knew you did. I've got. Some... Don't mind me. I'm just going to go and reach for another beer. <laughs> I've got some good stuff uh, in regards to a little post by Josh McGuinness, but we'll flow into that later in the deep dive. But have you seen our famous, or not ours? Sorry, the famous Canteen Watch has gone national. No. What? Northwest Coast Brad Cole, Sport yeah, Nuffy, yeah, former journalist, has decided to expand hashtag Canteen Watch oh, platform to see if it can grow some wings around the country. Yes. So hashtag Canteen Watch is the Twitter handle. That smells good. Um, get on board. Give the page a like. Post a, you know, give it a little post, a retweet. Send in your pics of great grub from around the grounds. And he's tagged all the league codes all around Australia. So uh, let's get around the... At the moment, we're going to do a little watch. 12 followers at the moment. Myself and someone else jumped on. There's now the hashtag? 14. No, on the on the Twitter handle. Uh, yeah. yeah. At um, Canteen Watch Oz. Use the hashtag Way Out Wing and hashtag... Canteen watch. Yep, and some... if you find a saveloy in bread with sauce for less than $2.50, use canteen watch. In this photo, there's like a scrambled egg roll. Looks really, really interesting. So In a good way or a bad way? Yeah, I don't know. I suppose what time of day you're gonna what time of day you're gonna have what it? Time does, what time of the day can you stop having scrambled eggs? Uh, Is there a hiatus I, period? I actually I can't do them after lunch. Really? But, but I eat a late breakfast. What, but do, I couldn't do it. Do you ever it. have scrambled eggs for dinner? No. no really? No. Unlike you, yeah. who has it every single Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night. Yeah. Eggs, the no. most brain easy thing to do. A- absolutely. And that's why I do them in the morning, so I don't have to think. But no. I'd... That's coffee time in the morning. Yeah, I couldn't have scrambled eggs. When do you have your scrambled eggs, listeners? Let us know. That way out link. <laughs> you said that like they were going to call in. <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh. Someone's on the phone. Right, so footy and winter go hand in hand. And let's be honest, it gets pretty cold in most of the places we play. However, we're pretty sure the way you all warm up is by dropping some of your hard-earned at the canteen after or maybe before a game. So we want to know what's on offer at your canteen, where the best value is, what's on offer or what's maybe been a late scratching and just where the best chips and gravy exists. Tasmanian food. Take a photo, throw it up on the socials, use the hashtag WingCanteen or hashtag WayOutWing so we can spread the sauce thick across the local footy community and possibly even test it out ourselves. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, uh, that's all I've got in regards to a bit of a bit of stuff. Um, well, any into, correspondence? Yeah, communications. Yeah. Uh, our skipper in the States, Big D Mace. Yes. Still haven't come up with a better nickname for him yet. No, I, don't, I think that's, Big that's going to stick now. No. Uh, the Gorilla. D Mace is going to stick. Uh, he gave us a shout out on the socials. So here's one right back at you, mate. Thanks, D Mace. Yep. Well done. Excellent. Uh, now, 
been meaning to follow up with you during the week, but I'll do it now. Have you got back to the Hutchins old Shit. boys? No, no, I haven't. I'm going to do about that. our availability. No, I'm going to okay. do that right now. When are we when, out of when, my department? Yeah. I can't even remember when you when, committed. When now. did we? When did we commit? It was the uh, St Virgil's game. That's right. I'll Whatever find, that was. I'll find out. I'll uh, have it on there. In betting news. Betting news. Are we? No, better. Oh, okay. Sorry. Right. We have hit a milestone. We're in the top five podcasts for travel influencers <laughs> to listen to. Oh, okay. With thanks to Tom and Annabelle from uh, Next Stop Adventures. Enjoying their trip up the East Coast. Hopefully, they're getting some waves and sun and stuff. So, yeah, we've hit the top five podcasts for travel influencers. <laughs> Is this for real? Yeah, that's for real. <laughs> that's awesome. So, little shout out. Excellent. Uh, you got any? Have you got any comms or am I just rolling through this? No, I do. I do have a little bit of comms. I'm just trying to find... All right. Oh, well, I just... Uh, now... Oh, that's why. I, it's I in my ramp, Gmail. I ramped the, um... together a f- bit of feedback that we got during the week. Yep. Uh it was quite a bit of quite a bit of questioning, quite a few people questioning our commitment to season twenty twenty two. Yeah, my wife's one. Uh, as we seem to be, this is a general consensus. Seem to be a little disorganised, right? Uh, Under researched, right? And uncommitted to regular recording dates. Uh, I, I as tend- well as our newfound affair with basketball, <laughs> right? Well, I tend to disagree. Um, we've had a few things come up. We're busy people. You're self-employed, three boys, active. Um, sounds like I'm full of excuses. I really am. We just haven't. We haven't gotten the groove yet. We will. We'll get back to our weekly. I think we need to get a. Going to get a few guests on to. Um, I actually, I was very close with Derek's deep dive, which we'll get to very shortly. Yep. I was actually very close to taking. The microphone out in the streets and asking Derek's deep dive to the people to garner a response. That's not a bad. No, I know. That's. I think we could get some very, very good uh, feedback. Well, not so much Input. feedback. I was thinking characters. Yeah, absolutely. Do you remember the guy stand from, outside a TAB or something? What? Do you remember the guy that was on um, Bottle Shop Street Talk for Footy, the Lizard, with the tongue? No. Don't you remember him? Oh, did he have a split tongue? No, no. It was just a massive, massive tongue, the lizard. He was a beast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, hey, no, I do have some correspondence. I had a couple of a uh, couple of bits of correspondence, actually, uh, in relation to some feedback from our last week's discussion around umpires and dissent. So we had a, a message via Facebook Messenger from Jody Clifford. Said, hey boys, totally agree with the umpire debate. We need to protect our umpires for the future of the game. Michael Horse Stevens is a great umpire for women's footy as he communicates and explains why he has made a decision. As a coach, we can teach players rules every training, but ultimately they learn by playing the game. More communication has to be better for our players learning the game, but abuse should not be tolerated. So I think that's a great summary of our discussion. Um, you know, I was very strong for the just put your hands down, shut up, let it go. You were very strong for the, you know, players have got to learn. We need that communication piece. And I think Jody's hit the nail on the head. If we can get more umpires like Horse who make a decision, hey, that's holding the ball. I don't, you know, I don't think you got rid of it in time. 
open dialogue, then it's it's a little bit better. I've got to say, so uh, without bringing it back to basketball too much, one of my young boys um, played their first game of basketball on the week on, hang on, where are we? <laughs> Tuesday night. Tuesday night. And um, I've got to say there were two young refs doing it and they communicated the rules and had the young kids first games of basketball they had a bit of leeway with um, travels and bits and pieces and stuff but every time there was a foul or a rule that were implemented they were very quick to explain to the kids why that had been purely for the purposes of learning so that they wouldn't do it next time or, or would try not to do it so um, it was actually a really good um, sort of Tipping point this, yeah, to notice balance. this these kids learning from the input of the umpires. Um, they do it really well in basketball. They uh, getting the getting the younger kids along through the courses, umpiring, starting them off in the younger age. I've is it seen, because is it because it's a uh, I don't know if these words are right a slightly more technical game than AFL. Uh, I yeah I I don't know. Or, the, the or question, is it because is it because some of the like a, a foul shooting um, is of far more consequence? I suppose you could argue though a fifty metre penalty for putting arms up is now. Yeah, a- yeah. I don't know. I just think I just noticed from my last two years of you know falling in love with the game of basketball with Jack. It's uh, it's it's noticeable at, at local footy. Is it true you called your name Jack because you? What? Had an inside word and the, the Jack, Jack jumpers. jumpers. That's exactly right. Is yeah. it true that you're also going to change his name by deed poll to surname to Jumpers? <laughs> it's his middle name. <laughs> Jack Jumpers, damn it. That's not bad. Uh, another bit of feedback on the umpires. Tubes Taylor sent me a little text. Ooh, you Tubes, see- Worm, you're 100% right on oh. the umpire descent rule. Now, very interestingly. Oh, hello. Tube sent me a message saying, Wildus, agree 100% wholeheartedly with your sentiment. Oh, hold on. Well, we were disagreeing. So what's going on, Tubes, you fence sitter? Get off the fence. It's, like, uh, did he really? Oh, no, there you go. I got to, I'll backtrack a little bit. He didn't send that. That was too good an opportunity. Uh, no, we had a very good, Tubes and I had a good discussion on the text about it. Yeah. And we basically decided, oh, sorry. I basically decided uh, interpretation by both players and umpires needs to tighten up. So basically, I reckon we've gone, we were skewed so far one way and you only got to look at the vision from the 70s, 80s and early 90s about some of the behaviours towards umpires. Mm. Uh, and then we've skewed so far the other way where you can't question but, or put your arms up. No, oh. no, no. So now what I say, I'm saying is we need to meet... It doesn't. It doesn't have to be middle ground. So my question for you then, and answer this honestly: Did you notice it at all over the weekend watching AFL footy? Did I notice what? Did Did, did you notice the new descent rule in the in the AFL footy? Uh, do, do you know what I did notice? I noticed a couple of guys at times that arms went up, but it wasn't paid. Yeah. But did but did you note like did you were you were you looking at decisions going oh that's ridiculous like I, I always look at decisions it's a, with that I happen. suppose it's a leading question and my legal background will you know only allow me to answer a que- ask a question I know the answer to and the answer is no because players have learned there wasn't any of it maybe there was one or two free kicks across but if we however go- many games so the were- players have yep. learned and they have gone all right that's adapt that's what it is and look how easy it is done whoa hold on. Was that 
Silence by Will. Hang on. Now my microphone stopped working. What do you ask? <laughs> hey, quick question. Do we yeah. want to go to Queenborough in June or July? Whenever we play St. Virgil's. Saturday 25th uh, of we... June or Saturday the 30th of July? Can we do this off air? Yep. No worries at all. Uh, all right then. That was, that's all the correspondence Good. I had. Let's say, uh, moving into a little bit of football news, because that's what the podcast is about, and we have had a couple of requests for delving into a few of the more notable results around the uh, the leagues. So, uh, the Tassie Devils, the under-18 boys, won their third win from four games and keeps them at pace with the leaders. Uh, they destroyed the hopes of the Northern Territory Thunder, who are coached by... Do you know? No. Damien Caputo. No. <laughs> he, no. Uh, Brent Renouf. Oh, Brent Renouf. Yeah, it sounds like an NRL uh, player. No, he wasn't the... Was he Hawthorne? The yes, Ruckman? he was. Yes, well done. Uh, in a very one-sided NAB League clash, the scores were locked at 12-all early in the piece, in the first quarter, before the Devils went on a scoring spree, kicking 120 out of the next 125 points Ooh. to win 132-17. to Good win for the boys. Yes. So they're three, three and one now. Three and one. Yeah, okay. It's good from them. Absolutely. Uh, in TSL, Lauderdale defeated the travelling and previously undefeated Launceston at the tip. That's a great result. Big we, upset. Mm, we I saw, Bundy, that, saw that come through on Saturday. Yeah, uh, they, sort of, they Saturday held afternoon. them off. They got out to an early lead and then just held them off. Uh, with Alan Bundy Christensen kicking a superb running goal, only to be surpassed by Bradley Cox Goodyear's solo burst out of the centre in North Orleans' close win over North Hobart. Very good goal, that one, Bradley. No, is known for a good goal. I saw the TSL results. I was sitting at the pub on Saturday night with a, with a, uh, a mate who used to coach me for cricket back in grade eight or grade nine. His name, David. Saker. No, no. no. David Houghton. Nickname, Fluff. Fluffy. Fluff. Massive, massive footy nut. I said, mate, are you all over our podcast? He said, no. <laughs> so what is it? Anyway, I've had a look. The The downloads in the Kingborough region have just gone through the roof this week. <laughs> he must be listening to everyone again. So shout out to Fluff. Massive TSL fan. Loved it. Was all over the upsets. Wants to be our roving reporter for Ooh. for the TSL. Loves If you see these coming Kingborough. in still with that, we've still got to sort through we at do. some point when we yep. reply. Yeah, we'll get some time. Uh a monster second half and a seven-goal haul from Josh Green helped Lindisfarne uh, keep its unbeaten start to 2022 intact. Josh Green? Yeah, former Essendon, former Essendon and Brisbane, Brisbane Lion Clarence. Clarence. Yep. Is he playing for Lindisfarne? He is. Uh, Must be some cash there for that. Is he coach? Cold heart. Is he coach? Uh, he's an assistant coach. Coach is Michael Cassidy, <laughs> who was at home on COVID duties. So, Joshy Green... Steps in. Steps in. in seven. Says, right, boys, I've got the game plan. Kick it to me. I'm going to play one out inside 50. Just put the ball on a dime. Is uh, that right? That's a, that's a big... Um, get? That's a, nah, it's a big... I don't know. I didn't, see, he should be playing state league. That's where we've... That's where we're... Oh, that's where it's wrong in this... Well, they saw off Hobart by 48 points at the TCA ground. They're now the only undefeated side Of course they are. Rounds. They've got an next AFL player running around for them. They've also got, oh, I only looked at it earlier, uh, what's his name? Former Clarence on board, board I think. Ah, oh, bugger. No, not Brady Jones. No, no, no. No, no escapes me. Yep. <coughs> <coughs> oh, still a cab. 
We'll just get some hard money on my deep dive. Ha! <laughs> you wouldn't want to miss it. <laughs> Derek out. <laughs> Uh, you old, got old, S- yeah, old, old, boys. old boys down there. A um, couple of pretty big, convincing wins uh, to Dosa over OHA. The boys, the ships are struggling. Haven't won a game yet. We might oh. need to get Wingnut on the phone. Yeah, I'm a little bit uh, shocked with that. Grand final, they haven't won one yet. Hutchins, big winners over Richmond. It's going to be another long year for them. And St. Virgil's Uni was the closest game. Uh, and that was 50-odd points to St. Virgil's. So next week, though, not to jump ahead, but I'm going to. St. Virgil's Dosa and the old boys, 1-2. Uh, both teams undefeated. St. Virgil's Dosa. Yeah, both teams undefeated, 1v2. At? at uh, St. Virgil's. Ooh. And, yeah, Newtown Oval. So that'll be a good one. Um, we'll be down Sunday, not Saturday. Yeah, correct. Southern Masters coming up this weekend. The pigskins aren't playing. <laughs> The Warriors. Um, dis- what are they on? Perpetual footy trip? I don't know. Disappointed I need with to that. grab someone from them too. Find a little bit what's happening. Maybe. Uh, SFL Women's, we, <coughs> we wasn't uh, that much to write home about over the week. But this weekend, uh, Kingborough and Clarence in Div 1 are playing off and they're a 1v3. So both teams have lost one game. 1-3, uh, lost one. So that's going to be another... Another cracker to finish off down in the south of the state. Uh, moving up the highway. Now, I hate to bring it to our attention, but we are on Scorewatch. Scorewatch? Scorewatch. Ah, yes. I know where you're going with this. <sighs> we need Oatlands to score, uh, just, regrettably. Just literally score. Score. They haven't yet so this year. Two games, the, no score. After the revived club in the ODFA. Uh, went down 45-22, 292 to 0, zero, zero. Uh, Their second consecutive week without a score. Mm. Um, so you know who they're playing this week? That was against... Or oh, this was against Bothell, Big Matty Bird, the main destroyer with 11 goals. Bone, Big Scotty Bone. Yeah. Kick six. Bone doctor. Mm. Uh, so they're playing Woodsdale this week. Yeah. So they've got to be a chance. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully they can register a win, but even is that yeah. reckon there'll be some car horns when they at a minimum just score just a score. rush behind or something? <laughs> yeah, still score. Someone can get that video early in the or hopefully it's early in the game of Oatland's first score of the year. First score of the year. Send it through. Way out on the wing at gmail.com or on the socials at way out wing hashtag way out wing or hashtag canteen watch. <laughs> Yeah, good on them. Good luck. But they still plugged away and Absolutely. fought through. So, yeah. Um, a bit into the north of the state, Bracknell and our boys, the City Tigers, mm. Rochelle, uh, set atop the NTFA Premier Ladder after recording very different wins. Bracknell sorting out an uninspired Delarine. 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 Excellent. That's a new one. I wonder if I was trying to say Nectarine. What's it? Delarine. Uh, Delarain in favourite son Joel, Brad Crowden. <laughs> Brad Crowden's 350th senior game. 350 senior, senior games. games. That's a great effort, Brad. Uh, and that was yeah, very one-sided match that. And uh, Rochelle holding off a fast-finishing South Onceston coach Josh Ponting and Jordan Cousins in his 150th senior game being named best. I thought I read that they lost. Uh, but maybe that must have been the reserves. No. There you go. All right. Uh, Div 1. 
saw some unconvincing games of football. Pretty one-sided results. St. Pat's. Tale of the tape, unfortunately. Yeah, it's going to be all year. St. Pat's and East Coast played out the closest game with St. Pat's. Uh, in the end, convincing winners, five, six goals. So they sit atop the ladder very, very nicely all by themselves. Um, this week, though, I reckon they're going to come up against a fit and firing OLs at Invermay Park. So that's going to be a belter of a game. Tight ground. Yeah, so looking forward to seeing. I'm going to pick an upset. I reckon OLs will get over the top of St. Pat's this weekend. Uh, in the women's... Stumpy. Yeah, in the women's... Um, what do we have? We had uh, Launceston convincing Marching winners. On their yeah, merry ways. yeah, they're gonna that's, they're gonna be really hard to beat. Bridge North did really well uh, defeating Hillwood. Uh, Launceston, the clear favourites in that, gone through undefeated so far. And Div One uh, saw South get over the top of Georgetown, Meander Valley convincing winners over Deloraine and Evandale the same over Longford. Uh, Latrobe, Alex Diprose, 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 Diprose. Uh, snagged eight in their win over Circular Head, who are still looking for their first win since returning to the league. Uh, with Devonport remaining on top of the ladder for the NWFL, sitting at four and zero. Um, and they ha- we've got a tot for this Ooh. week. Devonport versus Penguin. Devonport Oval, two twenty p.m. on Saturday afternoon. Two twenty p.m. is an interesting one. As I was writing that down, it's like 2.20. Yeah. Should be 2.22. Why not? Two for 22. Yeah. The, I don't know why it wouldn't be 2 o'clock or... Who knows, mate? gets a little bit Someone darker. Let us know. A little bit more light up there on the northwest coast. Tell you who'd know. Man that we're meant to get on. Bo Sharman. He'd get, know why. Get him on the phone. Winyard coach. Yep. Well, the women's couple of convincing winners, Alveston and Winyard, so... Yeah, they're. Um... Jeez, we sound enthused, right? Oh this. no, no, it's just I'm. I'm sort of. A, I'm a bit. Um, there's just very one-sided games a lot it was of the like time that last year. Yeah, uh, yeah. in the Hayes League, Hazy Yola. Well, in the seniors at least, Yola remain undefeated. Um, but our man Hazy, now he he marked himself last year when we spoke to him as a career defender, just holding the uh, fort down the fort back. down back. Snuck forward. Did he? How'd he kick? Kicked a ripper for South Burnie. Twos in their 100 point win over Yeoman. So on, good Hayes to dog. see you. Good, good to see you sneaking forward, Hazy. Queenstown, big winners over Good report Caprona. this week from Hazy, too. Where is it? Well, I think he must have learnt that we're no longer doing the. So he's short and sharp. Well, he just doesn't send it in anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I like your form, Hazy. Excellent. Well, the NWFA, a little bit of a surprise. I mean, not on the form, but just on where they were last year. Wesley Vale getting the chockies over Mott and Preston, the the reigning premiers. So that's actually good. That league's that league's quite tight. We'll give that one a pump quite up. Quite tight. Yeah, fourth fourth uh, in fourth. front by a bit. But Wesley Vale are right on their hammer. So that's good to see. Rosemary Turak uh, had didn't have a loss this week, which is great. Had that's the good. Had the voice. Had the voice. So they would have enjoyed that. Um, yeah, King Island starts next week. Oh, I've got that to come up. Gotcha. I've, got, I've got a little bit to oh, come. I do a bit of news yeah, from that. That's, right. that's the looking ahead. Keep going. Uh, that's me done. Right, yeah. Circular Heads, um, they had their first round on the weekend. Um, 
Hold on. Where was it? Uh, Irish Town getting over the Red Legs, Red Par, uh, by three goals, three and a half goals. And Forrest Stanley going down in a tight one over Scotch Town, 5-8 to 5-1. Ooh, low scoring. Mm, yeah. Bit of uh, Port Adelaide and St Kilda in that. <laughs> Wasn't that a dreadful would game? Would you prefer like... to see, would you prefer to watch a football game that is an incredibly tight contest, low scoring, and a, like a one or two point I think you know margin. The, I think you know the answer. Or would you prefer to see an absolute shootout where the last quarter is potentially like, I don't know, let's say eight goals to one and one team runs away with it? That one. Would you? Yeah, 100%. I, why do we what We watch to see goals. Not, do we? Yeah, absolutely. You don't want, but we like contests. Nah, no, different sport. Do you know? I reckon there's. I reckon it's probably one of the good things about AFL in that you can have either of those games, and they're still as uh, level pegging on the enjoyment radar. Do we have soccer on that list? There are things we can't talk about. Uh, yeah, we do actually. Do we really? Yeah, there is. No, yep. it's not. I can't. Say. Fantasy football, golf, survivor, <laughs> soccer, building houses, and gambling. That's not. Yeah, it is. Show me. Move it. Oh, you can see it. it. It's there. It's not. I'm just gonna. <laughs> now I can raise that. I went and saw. Ah. <laughs> no, no. Bugger! Speaking of that, I saw a nil-all game of soccer between Chelsea and Liverpool when I was in London. Champions League, and it was the greatest. It was the game. greatest game of S- soccer I've seen. So you've just, but that's no, in no, your no, own pants no. There. That's, that's soccer. Footy's different. We the go to same see sentiment. Goals. Yeah. Well, what? So if only one, you go to soccer to see goals, because only one of them scored potentially in a match. Yeah, yeah. I, I see your point, but I disagree. All right. Um, now I had something here. <laughs> Let me just find it. We're going, we're going into the deep dive. Yes, we are. We're going into the deep dive. So what is right. Derek's deep dive? So, hear me one? out. Okay. Derek's deep dive this week. Has the success of the Jack Jumpers in their inaugural season shown the way for AFL expansion in Tasmania and advantaged our bid for the 19th team? Or has it relegated footy to a, to the second step and taken the air out of the AFL bit? I actually think it's done both. So I think it has Explain. definitely shown... Expand. So it's definitely shown the way in which it has to be done. And I think it will be done. As in the setup of... The setup and the way they've done it has... Showing the AFL that it can succeed and it how it should be done. But... The only problem we have... Sorry, uh, and I'll nitpick here to, to force it out of you. What did you say to me earlier? How many members have the Jack Jumpers got? Uh, three and a half thousand. So is that real... Is it showing the way to go with that small... Um, what's it called? Um. <laughs> I'm just letting you... Uh. Sorry, Sam Lyon. I hate it when I have mental blanks. <laughs> well, while you're thinking, sample size. Yeah, um, I think you need to put that aside because 
No, no, no. Ne- I mean, you. I bet you there's more than three and a half thousand members next year. So, well, evidently there were fifty thousand chasing tickets for the grand final today. Did you get some? I did get some. Did so you get some? So did I. <laughs> Are we sitting I, together? I've, I've no. Thank God. I feel for those that didn't. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but in in answer to your question, I think it has definitely shown the way as to how it will be done. But I also think that the AFL are now too late and they have been relegated to the second step. Now, a couple of things on that. I was at the footy in Melbourne on Saturday and there were some ex-Tassie boys there. I was only a Tassie guys I was with who couldn't give a rat's hoot about the jack jumpers and love footy and were there watching the contest and said, you just don't get this at the basketball. But they also don't have kids and they also didn't haven't seen the engagement from a kid's point of view that you get at the basketball games. You know, we're indoors then, but you're often out outside, inclement weather, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. What what I actually want to share on this topic is a little tweet by Josh McGuinness. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. So Josh he came out. So Josh McGuinness, for those that don't know, uh, very, very good footballer for Lauderdale. Captain. Ex-Brisbane. Ex-Brisbane Lions. Um, came out and said, the AFL really needs to get its shit together in Tassie and act now. I've worked in Tasmanian schools for the best part of six years and can tell you that there is a hell of a lot more basketball being bounced than there is footballs being kicked. Since the emergence of the jack jumpers, the take-up and excitement for basketball has gone through the roof and is all the next generation of sports stars in Tasmania talk about. This has been brought upon by these kids having a local professional sports team that connects with them all throughout the community and school engagement, along with come and try days and training camps. To top it off, they've created a family-friendly environment on game day that encourages new and old supporters to attend games and support. I really wonder if there's any concern whatsoever within the AFL in regards to one of Tasmania's oldest and most oldest and most successful clubs having to forfeit their state league reserves match due to lack of numbers. Do you know who that's that was? in reference to Glenorchy. Right. All clubs, both state league and regional leagues, have been struggling for a while now in terms of player numbers and availability. I really hope that it's not too late when the AFL act. However, I fear it is only not... Uh, however, I fear it is only going to get worse for local clubs in Tasmania with the success that the Jack Jumpers are having on the community and our next generation. The last 12 months have gone on to show just how big an impact a local professional team can have on the Tasmanian population. I, I thought that was awesome. Summed it up really well. Um, I've, to- I've seen the whole, uh, you know, the, the difference in the playground just through kids at school and my, Basketball my son's is always quite and- popular at a primary school level though. It's also something that is far more... With a basketball, you can practice... Far more as an individual than what you can with a football. Oh yeah. So therefore, yeah, at primary you obviously school, haven't seen the um, the Faulkner, uh, Joel Selwood one touch, one touch. Well, you haven't seen the Harlem Globetrotters, then? Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. When I was a kid, they're in Australia at the moment. They are. Uh, but oh, you've lost me now. Yeah, I, 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 I think yes, it's shown the blueprint. I think. Um, Will AFL then, will will AFL in Tasmania try and reach the mark that the Jack Jumpers have set? 
It's too high. Well, okay then. So I'll rephrase the question then. From an on-field success, it's will too the high. jack jumpers be able to maintain what they've achieved already? Because the danger is well, that you make the grand well, final. Well, no, well, if they win the grand final, what it's going to be bloody do? hard. What they should do is just fold, <laughs> just come in, the, come into the competition one year, Imagine that. win it, and go. You know what? We're done. And then that's, what? And then all, just, what and just offload it and say, "There you go, AFL. Yeah, here's your team. Step up to the yeah. plate." I mean, it's very hard. I suppose I was talking to someone about this earlier on. They they do it so well. Like you're a member. I don't know if your kids. So one of the boys got a phone call from one of the players on his birthday. Like uh, Oscar got a phone message, a video message yeah. from Josh Adams. How good's saying, that? Hey, Oscar, heard it's your birthday. Just wanted to reach out and say happy birthday. Keep, keep going. Um, <laughs> keep going with your. Thanks ideas. very much for supporting the Jack Jumpers. We're going to be winners this year. Well, he's pretty. Yeah, well, he pretty, maybe not said that last bit. Pretty, but. pretty right on the money. Um, so you know that that. They've done that very so, well. They got some okay, very then. clever people. So, so is that the thing? Is it not necessarily about what they've done, but how they've done it? I think it's just because if you get the right people, like is it is is it a classic case of they've got the right people in the right roles, and to give them absolute credit, their marketing department oh, and their community it. engagement is phenomenal. Yeah, they've they've, they've so, nailed it. How many of those then transgress over to AFL to do a similar thing, or can you not replicate that because no, AFL and basketball are different? No, I think you can. I, I, I think you can. It's just going to be a. It's, it's just a lot. It's, it's a lot harder work because you do. You know, I mean, you're a team of. It's forty people. Do you um, rely a, a team? It, it's. Do you rely more heavily then on the fact that AFL has such a a far greater history and embeddedness in that is that your best asset but at the same time it's your weakest link well it's the best asset but it's probably the reason why we haven't got it because it's you know we are a football heartland and the AFL's probably gone well you know it's all about money isn't it so we've got that market sewn up let's go to areas like the Gold Coast and Greater Western Sydney where we don't have a market share and get teams and bring it into there however they may lose that market share in Tassie. And is that the reason they're now thinking, oh, well, let's get an AFL team? Because I, so I, I think the AFL team, if we, I suppose, it, I think the, AF, the, the Jack Jumpers have fast tracked AFL's thought process. You reckon? Get, yeah, I think so, so. I read something tonight that suggested that um, I reckon a couple of the AFL. We've got to get in there. Well, I read something tonight that a couple of the AFL presidents and stuff, which we require the support of in order for this bid in August to be achieved, have potentially gone slightly cold on the Tassie idea based upon the success of the jump, Jack Jumpers. What, thinking that the AFL, oh, I don't know, AFL it team won't succeed now? Uh, that the financials don't stack up. That's rubbish. The financials have stacked up the whole way along. Well, that's just what I read. Oh, that was Brad, very... did you see? Did you see? Um, uh, who's the Geelong coach? Chris Scott. Brad Scott. Mm-hmm. Chris Scott. He came out and was like, "No, you just just got to have it." It was interesting reading a um, Craig O'Brien from the Taz Footy Task Force. T- task Force. Uh, he suggested that any momentum towards sport is a positive. Yeah. Well, so I agree with that. And, and uh, you can't argue with that. If no the way. Jack Jumpers, if they if they win, it'll there's a wave occurring that will that needs to be captured whether it be a league 
the bus, uh, Jack Jumpers next season or AFL mm. or even even the hurricane, even cricket need to jump on board and somehow form a alliance. Uh, an alliance. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Do there was talk coming out that do the Jack Jumpers run <laughs> for you, for the you. roster basketball in the summer? And we have the Tassie Jack Jumpers football team that runs during the winter. Mm-hmm. And you buy a membership, you either buy a basketball membership or a footy membership, or you buy a full season. Why not? Thinking outside the box. I love it. It's one membership you need Everything to worry Larry about. Everything Larry Kesselman touches in regards to all this basketball oh, stuff. You, hang on. He's got Teams he's about to, to offload it in the next twelve months. What's it worth? <laughs> Sorry, I haven't been browsing. I've been browsing tractor brochures on not, not, websites, not, not in BLTs. Not, not basketball monthly. Yeah, look, I I'd, classify. Would you put it in the classifieds? <laughs> Full sale. I it's it's an interesting one. I yeah, I, I I think the like when they're talking about getting this AFL team in five or six years. I mean, who knows how big the jack jumpers might be by then? And or they might fall by the wayside. It might be a nice shiny new toy now. And in let's say we I mean, would it have been different? I mean, I think expectations were so low. Everyone was sort of expecting us to win the wooden spoon. Now we're here where we are. If next year we don't make the finals or we finish dead last, is the following year is is it you know, support and everything just going to f- fall off a cliff? Well, from a, or are they doing such a good job with their marketing and engagement and that's, fan That's interact- your sample size, you know, isn't it? Yeah. You need to work that out. But does it yeah. do... Like what the Jack Jumpers have done, is it to the disadvantage of a potential AFL side in Tassie whereby, oh yeah, but the, the Tassie Devils, call it, the football side... Yeah. Oh, yeah, but they didn't even make finals first season. Jack Jumpers <laughs> made the grand finals or the grand yeah. final. Like well, well, look at look at past, um, you know, look at the Gold Coast. They still haven't made a final series and it's been how many years? Well, did you see that? Ten? <laughs> did Has you it see been that stat? Uh, finals won since 2004. Essendon. Essendon. None. None. Jack Jumpers. <laughs> two. two. <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> Sorry to all the Bombers fans out there. That's quite funny. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, will they, you know, <laughs> would it be... If they did do it and the Tassie, I mean, I say the Tassie team wasn't successful, but you've got to give it, you've got to give it 10, 15 years like they've done on the Gold Coast. You can't just come in and if we've got 20,000 members, I just don't think we would. I think, I think it would go, um, I think it would go nuts. I think Tassie would support it. We would get 20, 30,000 members. I, I, and even if we, but we need to, lower the expectations that we're not going to make grand finals. We're not going to make finals. Like you do that every year. You're not going to you're not going to sell as many memberships if you're downplaying it the whole time. No, way I know, but we've got to be realistic. No 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 AFL team. Like AFL's a different beast than the NBL. NBL you rely on five players and in reality four or five off the bench. In AFL, you we've, you've played enough footy. In AFL you need 22 contributing when we were playing footy it was the last four that we looked at to see whether we were a chance to win or not not the top not oh. the top eight it was the which one of us was in that last four it was the it was the neither thing <laughs> were we um but anyway it's the bottom ones that you've got to look at to go you know how well are we going to I compete think- and in an afl sense you're going to have you're going to have a bunch of kids but is it okay then so you're suggesting that uh personnel 
is potentially the biggest okay, because of the numbers as involved. In pl- playing wise, yeah, and and as being competitive, but, absolutely. But have the Jack Jumpers not proven that personnel is irrelevant if you're able to have the structure? Can we get and Scotty the- Roth to coach the AFL too? Ah, oh, that's probably Tessie. Aren't we getting Clarko? Don't know. That'd be awesome. So if you get the structure, I think we're in a green set. If we get the structure and the people and the the actually, yeah, no, you can't from, do from it. If you get off field right, on field doesn't flow. But if you get on field right, we, we does off field flow? We we there is no way, there is no way, in the first year a Tassie AFL team is making the finals. I would put that, I would make that call now. There is zero chance that we are... 9.30 in the evening on Wednesday the 4th of May, 2022. The odds of that would be 200. What were the odds odds of the Jack Jumpers making the finals, let alone the grand finals? So hold on. Do you disagree? I do disagree. Do you really? Yeah. The, you think in year one? So you're saying there's category. Finals. You're saying categorically there's no, yep. no way, no chance. I'm saying absolutely there's no, a chance. Nah, no chance. Absolutely. No, no way. There is no way we will make. It. But how can you? How can you make that statement Where given the, that we don't know what the? Like, we don't know what it might be, be like. Remember we spoke about last year about the NFL draft where, um, the NFL for the who were they? Sorry, Rocket. Uh, where they got to pick a one player from each of the existing sides yeah, to they, draft in, they, they, but it might work like that. It might be ten years' not, time before that happens. They're not going to. You can do say that. that now. They're not. Gonna I don't do reckon. That. I reckon that's a that's the most outlandish thing I reckon no, you've I, heard. I, I think it's. I've had a gutful. I'm, I'm, I just want to find out a couple of things here. So you keep talking. GWS history. I just want to find out. How Gold Coast and the GWS went in their first years. How would I find that? Wikipedia? That would be the best, wouldn't it? Uh, I, uh, yeah. No, I, I, I think that it's a massive outside, but I don't think it's so categorical. So let's have, a, let's have a quick look at this then, all right? Gold Coast still haven't made a finals. So 2011, they... So interestingly... AFL uh, made their debut 2011. Giants or uh, this is, uh, oh, sorry, Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Yep. So in 2009, two years before it, the club was granted access to 20 17-year-old Queensland players who were eligible for the 2009 AFL draft. Mm. So we've sort of discussed a bit of this mm. for the Tassie point of view. In 2010, the club was allowed to sign up to 12 17-year-olds. So they've got 32 17 and 18 Which year at olds. the time, AFL clubs, other AFL yep. clubs weren't allowed to do. The club also received the first five picks in the rookie draft. The team competed in the, v, in the VFL in yeah, 2010. Get, what did they finish in 2011? Uh, well, hold on. In 2011. No, don't hold on. The people, you ask the question. I'm trying to get to it. Uh, all right. Uh, five, four, three, two, Wooden spoon. one. Welcome back to Way Out in the Wing with Wildus. Uh, give us a call in. Find out what you want to know. Yeah, Sorry, it. hang on. Here we I go. Got I got it. I got it. 17th, dead last. Their average home crowd was 19,000 people. 
2012, they finished 17th. Then they finished 14th, 12th, 16th, 15th, 17th, 17th, 18th, 14th, 16th. So they haven't finished better than 11th. Now, now hold on. Uh, yeah, they haven't I finished just, better than 11th in 20 in in 10 years. They're trying to but they're trying to they're trying to create a club out of nothing. Tassie doesn't have that. This, and this is what the Jack Jumpers have proven. Well, we're, we we're, have a, we're trying to we're going to be creating a But but on the flip side, so then look at GWS, right? So Again, they finished. a club created out of nothing. You but know, that's what we're doing. That's what so, we're going to do here. We're going to create no, but a club we have, out of nothing. No, but no, 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 no. When I say nothing, they don't have a supporter base set. Well, they've got footy, but they're just not very big. Jeez, oh, mate, you speak into we're a heartland, and this is the yeah, argument okay. for Sammy for Brock the Tassie. I mean, footy in the Gold Coast is going nuts now, at junior level. Now, at junior yeah, level. absolutely. Mm. So G- GWS, just for comparison, first year. Finished last, second year finished last. They won three games in those two years. Then they finished sixteenth, eleventh. Then in their fifth year, they finished fourth, fourth, seventh, sixth, tenth, and seventh. And which was the year they made the grand final? Twenty nineteen, twenty Twenty seventeen, they finished fourth. So anyway, so that took them five years to finish second in one of them. No. So I <laughs> am finish fourth if you make the grand final. Well, the latter position. Oh, sorry. Right. Um, I am absolutely categorically. All right. I'm happy with thinking that, that they will not make finals. Tassie team wouldn't make finals in its first year. I but I, I, I actually, what I didn't know was how I'm gonna, they. I'm going to mark that up against your yeah, caricature. What I didn't realise though for the Gold Coast was how they sort of structured it up, like what you suggested. The um, anyway. Yeah. Derek's deep dive. Let t- us know what you think. Have has the Jack Jumpers' success? Well, what do you think? Stifled or accelerated the AFL uh, bid and their nineteenth team? What do you think? I don't know. I fl- I'm very flippant. I can see I can see why it has worked beneficially, but I can also see where the AFL has missed the boat. Do you th- like? Can, can you imagine? Can you imagine if instead of the Jack Jumpers, we were talking about the the Tassie Devils doing this. Oh, it'd be insane. In September. Yeah. All of a sudden we get on. We do a Western Bulldogs from 2016 and win the summit, scrape into finals, finish eighth or seventh. But imagine. Oh, I, but that's that's the equivalent of what's happened. But And so this is where I look at it and go, geez, this is phenomenal. But have you lost a generation of kids to basketball? Because of this wave. That, that's right. And, and so I don't think, I think the question is very hard to validate because it'll take another 10, 15 years to see. And, and with that, either sustained um, success or just where the leagues go and what else comes into play. And you might have, so uh, one of my boys who's, say, nine, what's he doing in 10 years' time? Is he still playing basketball or is he playing local football? Yeah. So yeah. and, and it's what you judge success on. Is it success purely on the senior team winning championships or is it on what your fundamental support base is of your juniors rolling uh, through? I think in the AFL it's obviously just the success of the senior team. But interestingly... Which is to the detriment of local football in Tasmania. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what, what so, happens. So it'll that. depend on what an AFL side does, yeah. Um, interestingly, GWS only had one year prior to the year they joined the AFL to get all their 17-year-old 
you know, signed up. So um, maybe that was a good thing. They had access to more kids, uh, more um, AFL players earlier. So who knows? Good one, Derek. Anyway, good That's deep good dive, one. Derek. Jeez, on the it's ball, Derek. It's improved since that first week. Paul, uh, Peter can continue on holidays. <laughs> Gutters. Derek's doing well. I wonder if he's got a set of goats yet. Dunno, mate. We'll uh, I'm, I'm, um, I think I'm done. I no, think we're... So oh, now I've got nine, a little bit of a, I got a little bit of a footy f- forecast. It's rip. Mentioned, we mentioned it early. Fluffs just sent me a message. <laughs> Let's rip. <laughs> the big man, Yarn. Ah, King, King Island. Island sent through a report. Football returns this Saturday on King Island. Now, exciting. With an absolute ripper of a new fence nearing completion on the oval and the ground looking in amazing condition. Have you seen a photo of the fence yet? No. White picket, pretty much all the way round. It looks, the ground looks phenomenal. Uh, clubs are gearing up for the start of the 2022 season, which will see Grassy and North do battle in our first game. Uh, they'll be playing with three teams again, which is great, as it looked as though at one stage that Curry might not get enough uh, players to fill the side. But with some help from Grassy and North, they've been able to come up with enough players to, to, uh, to start the season. Uh, now... Interestingly, there's been a bit of negative talk going around on the uh, the look of the new fence around the oval, which is a bit disappointing to hear. Yarn mentions uh, it's a working progress, but please bear with us as this is a working progress. Um, but yeah, so Grassy and North do battle in the first game of the King Island. I'll, we'll put we up a, a we'll put a photo up I'd of like the ground. It looks like proper. Old school cricket oval, like Excellent. white picket fence. Oh, really? Like I don't know if you got a solid bump near the boundary. It a bit bit like you that time out at Perth. Put that bloke over the fence. Perth, Perth. Mm, that started a little bit of a scuffle, <laughs> which, which you were se- which you were seen exiting rather quickly, and I think I had to deal with the fallout. <laughs> I remember one of the play- one of the old blokes said, "Oh, look at this." Hard nut we've we've recruited. You had bike pants on, didn't you? <laughs> that was like the only hard thing I've ever done on a footy field. Throw a guy uh, over the fence. But anyway. Uh, so, oh, yeah, so footy's back on that. King Island. Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, Devonport uh, versus Penguin in a top-of-the-table clash. Uh, 2.20 p.m., funny time, at Devonport Oval. Uh, what are you doing this weekend, Wormit? Uh, this weekend, I am going to watch some footy somewhere. <laughs> And then I'm going to the Jack Jumpers. You on haven't thought about it too much. Sunday. Have you? Well, we've got the local, the the junior boys on Sunday, and and no, I haven't thought about it. I might pop along to Invermay actually and watch a bit of OLs and St Pat's. Mm. Maybe, maybe uh, I'll go down to Hobart to watch the Tot St Virgil's Dosa. Oh, another Tot. Mm. No, I'm, I'm up here. Yeah. Somewhere, not at Pine Garner. Good luck, Gilly, yeah. on the drive. Safe travels. Is Gilly going out, yeah, busy. Is. Send us some photos, Can- Gilly. Hashtag canteen wash, Gilly. Yep. Get around the canteen. If you see something, find that two dot less than two dollar or two dollar fifty Savaloy and sauce. I wonder what Pine Garner food's like. Pig, gonna be pig. I wonder if they'll have pork, a roast pork, spit roast up there. Mm. Anyway, have a good weekend. See you, Watson Henry.
enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now.